I am Carrie Nichols, and this is The 10-Minute Therapist, Episode 15, Gentle Startup. This podcast delivers tips, tools, and resources to improve your mental health in daily, manageable doses. My name is Carrie Nichols, and I am The 10-Minute Therapist. So if you've been tuning in with this podcast from the beginning... Or if you've caught up on all of the episodes, you might remember that back in episode six, we talked a little bit about work that I do with couples. And one of the things that I mentioned was the four horsemen. That's the Gottman's work that they've done on the four divorce predictors, criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And I talked a little bit about the antidotes to those. And for criticism in particular, the antidote is the gentle startup. And I wanted to really hone in on that topic today because it's something that I get a lot in my office. I'll have people who come in and they've got these issues with friends, family members, whether it be a mom or a spouse or a child or whatever the case may be. And they really want to, they really want to talk about these problems and address them in productive ways, but they're finding that, that, it's not received very well and they're getting a lot of defensiveness and a lot of pushback when they're bringing up topics and they say how do I how do I bring these things up better how do I do this in a more productive more effective way so we're going to talk about the gentle startup and I do want to incorporate some of the information from episode 13 on boundaries because we're talking about how to communicate um, better so for me the gentle startup is really a way to reduce the probability of eliciting defensiveness in somebody. The Gottmans say that 94% of the time, the first three minutes of a conversation will determine how the conversation ends. So that means it's really important to start that conversation on the right foot, to start um, not on the offensive, not with an attack, but to, to start with a non-judgmental kind of problem-solving mentality. So I'm going to go over the steps of what a gentle startup looks like and some small tips for how to how to do it more effectively. So a gentle startup for me, it has when I'm talking to my clients, I'm going to share three things that are really important to communicate. Number one is the situation as you perceive it. I really encourage my clients to try to take out as much subjective information as possible. Um, Really focus on facts where you can. So if 15 people were in a room, what would they also notice? So maybe um, instead of saying, you're so lazy, you never do the dishes, um, you might say, I came home today and I noticed that the dishes were still sitting in the sink. And that is something that 15 people could walk in the room and say, absolutely, the dishes are still in the sink. Whereas accusing somebody of being lazy, that's more subjective. And if you can really focus on the facts, you're probably less likely to get defensiveness. So that's number one is focusing on the facts as you see them. Step number two is talking about how that makes you feel. So again, you messages can come across as an attack. But an I message can reduce that defensiveness. So you're focusing on you, your feelings. You might say, um, you know, I feel frustrated or I feel hurt or I feel disappointed. And I will say that it's really important 
we can lead with anger very easily. It's on the surface, it's easily accessible, it's easier to show, it feels stronger. And I think it's really important to be able to look underneath it and identify some of those softer feelings because people are usually more receptive to those more vulnerable feelings. Maybe you feel disappointed or um, dismissed or upset, but maybe going straight for rage isn't going to be the most productive feeling. So step one, the facts as you see them. Step two is your feelings. And then step three is what you would like to see. And I'll say it's really important for this portion for it to be a positive need. It's easy to go in and say, I want you to stop doing this thing. I want you not to do this. And I think that especially when we're upset and we're coming into a situation flooded, we really want to eliminate the negative because the negative is upsetting us. But that is hard. It's not as actionable for somebody and it can come across as an attack. So I want you to try to twist it into a positive instead. So instead of saying, I want you to stop leaving the dishes out, I want you to say, I would like more help around the house, especially with the dishes, right? So we're turning it into a positive need. So again, putting those all together, what do you see? How do you feel? And what would you like in the future? So those are some basics to the message that needs to be incorporated when you're using the gentle startup. Some other tips, I would say this, try to eliminate judgment as much as possible. Try to not make it about the other person's character as much as possible because that turns into criticism. When you're talking about somebody's character, when you're talking about the always or the never or your labeling or name calling, that becomes criticism. And criticism is one of the four horsemen. And the four horsemen are divorce predictors and they're definitely a way to tank a relationship. So I definitely want you to be mindful of that and eliminate criticism where possible. I would say focus on the I messages. I would say try to add in some positives or things that you're grateful for. Maybe you say, you know, I, I noticed that you helped out with the laundry today and I'm really grateful for that. But it would mean a lot to me if you would also help with the dishes because it's overwhelming when I come home and I see that the dishes are still out. Um, I definitely think that people are more receptive if they don't feel like you're only seeing the bad things, right? They need to know that you also see the positive things that they contribute. And most people don't just contribute bad things to the home. They also have positives that you could definitely point out as well. Um, I think that if you're thinking back to our discussion about boundaries, I do think that it's important how you, how the tone that you use when you're bringing it up. So I don't know if you remember, but I can briefly recap if you are being passive or passive aggressive or aggressive in your um, communication, the message is going to be lost. They are not going to hear the message because the delivery is so off-putting. So really, it's in your best interest to learn to come from a place of assertiveness. And assertive communication is honest and direct, but it's also respectful and compassionate. And so you're going to have to incorporate that if you want your message to be heard. I think there are two more points that I want to make about this topic, and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up for the day. So the next thing that I would suggest is utilizing a repair attempt kind of preemptively. 
Um, a repair attempt is anything that you do. It's like an olive branch. It's kind of the let's be peaceful about this. We don't have to make this a fight. We don't have to make this a problem. And it's anything that you can say to calm the conversation back down, to rein it back in if you're noticing it escalating. And you can even do this before. You can say, hey, I know that this is a touchy subject and I definitely don't want to attack you, but here's something that I've noticed. Um, or if you notice somebody getting defensive, you could even say that, like, I'm worried that I'm worried that you're feeling defensive right now. And I just want you to know that I'm not here to attack you. I'm just here to try to problem solve with you. I'm working with you as a team. So if you can say things like that to bring it back in, I think that could be incredibly useful. And the last thing that I will say is it's really important if you want to communicate assertively to not suppress your emotions all the time. Don't hold it in. My clients, when they hold it in, they will build up days, weeks, months, and years of resentment. And it is really difficult to express yourself assertively when you have so much anger and resentment and bitterness built up over the years. I think that you really do need to release it appropriately. So you have a choice when something happens, you ask yourself, can I truly let this go? Is this something that I want to talk about or not? If I don't want to talk about it, I need to let it go, really let it go, not let it build up, not let it steam inside of you, but really truly let it go. And if you can't do that, then you need to talk about it sooner rather than later, and you need to talk about it assertively. So address it appropriately from the beginning so that it doesn't build up and it doesn't turn into years and years and years, and then you become a volcano when you explode. So those are my tips for the gentle startup. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Take care and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to The 10-Minute Therapist. If you found today's episode helpful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, you can always reach out to me on Instagram with ideas for upcoming topics. Until next time.